Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone in the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Is a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How worth it? How muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. Hi, uh, my name is Monty, and uh, every episode <laughs> of this, uh, we start with uh, apologies... Ac- uh, acquiescence, a begging, a begging of forgiveness, uh, and uh, Rob, did we did we make any mistakes uh, last episode? We was were near perfect. flawless. It was near we, perfect, we were, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, we knew everything me, there was except the fact that I won. I think that's yeah. That's the thing. I think that was a problem. I mean, this this it's called I'm right, and you're Rob. I, I don't I don't understand what you're missing here. You kind of caved in quicker than I thought you would, too. I was like, I thought I was going to have to fight a little more at the end. And you were like, you know. Look, not only did I cave in, I went ahead, traveled to Disney, went. uh, Oh, God. Now I'm joking. (laughs) Hold on a minute. minute. And died on the air. So uh, what you're not I, seeing is Monty is choking off off screen right now. Yeah, just <clears throat> just on a on a. I took a drink of water, and uh, apparently I don't. I shouldn't talk and drink at the same time. <laughs> we may have to stop. Hold on. He's still not recovered, folks. He is. This is just. It's going to be twenty minutes of this. <laughs> this is, I'm just padding this. Best podcast, podcast ever. ever. All right. Not only did I cave, I immediately went to Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Uh, I immediately stood in line for an hour uh, to pilot the Millennium Falcon. Thank you. I jumped. How us did that go? How did that go? I jumped us into hyperdrive. Is it cool? It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, it- here's the thing. It's more cool if you're the pilot. It's great. If you're the gunner, you just hit a button all the time. Aww. There's no, there's no aiming really. I thought um, there might be like a mini game, but keep in mind, I did not actually gunner. I'm just going off of what the guy behind me said. Sure. The worst job, though, is flight engineer. That is literally you just push a button and it Are fires. You, you playing Chewbacca role in that? Is that what I'm understanding? Uh, I actually was in Chewbacca's seat. Uh, my daughter, Charlotte, was in uh, Han's seat. But here's the thing. When you pilot, I was in charge of uh, of altitude up and down. Okay. Charlotte was in charge of right and left. And everyone's job is broken up. So two gunners, two uh, engineers, and two pilots. So it really is about teamwork. It's about everyone doing their job when they need to do the job at okay. the right time. So it took like a few minutes. We crashed on takeoff because I didn't get up and down, and she did not get right and left together very well. Uh, but, yeah, my was it worth was the admission my... price for the, the... <clears throat> well, I mean, we, we went to Disneyland. Was it worth the one hour of that, waiting in line? That's what yes. I meant. It was, yes, yes okay. it was worth one hour of waiting in line. Yeah. Uh, and then later that night, I built a lightsaber. 
Um, so that's how much I caved on the last episode. What color did you choose of blade? I, chose, I mean, I know you don't... <clears throat> I chose green. I chose green. Yeah. Uh, I thought about going in for blue. I knew I wasn't going to go red. And I yeah. knew I wasn't going to go purple. Uh, it was either going to be green and purple? blue. Yeah, they offered uh, purple. Uh, it was it was either going to be green or blue for me, and I just kind of felt like green was more my style. Yeah, definitely a blue. I'm definitely blue. Maybe um, that was what it was. I went with the uh, I went with the power hilt. However, so there's I four. Felt, I saw what you posted. It was yeah, very cool. Four packages of hilts. There's like truth and justice, defense and honor, or whatever. And then there's like power, and I chose the power one. Yeah, um, I was, and it was so jealous. It's pretty dope. So that is how much I um, caved in after our last episode. So there you go. Uh, you won. But tonight we're doing um, we're doing a more different than that. direction. Yeah, we are doing much more than that. Uh, and do we you should... have a special intro for this? Because you normally have a. Uh, of course I do. Right. Of course yeah. I do. You're the beast man to my panthro. You're the wily kit to my wily cat. <laughs> you're uh the moomra the your orco you're the skeletor to my moomra everybody my best friend rob bloom uh welcome 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 uh <laughs> the yeah the oh i could have done orco to my snarf oh i should have done orco to snarf oh i didn't i don't know why i didn't think it. yeah i didn't think about it that's what i'm mad about that's like the best Oh. My ram man to your sister. What? My uh, <laughs> yeah. The my, ram my stratos to your the ram man to my other homoerotic okay. thing. So we were starting to talk about this a little bit before we started recording, right. and I before we get into who's who and what's what. Right. What is a? Just give me a drop of your background for cartoons, not toys, but cartoons. What's your level oh. of like? Did you? Want much of either cartoon okay yeah well first of all we should talk about let's just first say we're, we're going to be debating he-man versus thundercats i watched both of them uh yeah. i think i was a bigger fan of the thundercats than i was of he-man but i watched both of them but we're not necessarily only talking cartoon here we are talking toy no. lines and i think we're actually more focused on the toy toys. yeah we are more focused but on the toys than the car. We're pulling everything in as well. Right, but right. yeah, more focused toy wise. Well, you're going to pull everything in because it's a cheap thing that you'll go to. I'm talking toys. It's fine. Because um, I'm about, I'm about so winning. We're talking just. I'm just Sorry. about. I'm just about doing this and, and making sure it's right. Uh, so yes. So I watch. No, I watch both, and I remember watching He Man. I remember watching He Man. Um, mostly because uh, Doug Belsass was really into He Man. And I was hanging out with him at that time. Rob knows Doug Belsass. I know Rob. Uh, Doug Belsass. I know uh, you, Rob. Yeah, you know Rob too. Uh, I don't know if anyone else who listens of the four people know who Doug Belsass is, but he was a guy that we went to elementary school with, and, and he was a really good friend of mine. And I, uh, I played with him all the time before Rob moved in and uh, and forced everyone out of my life. Um, <laughs> Uh, like a like Glenn Close, he boiled my. And so then, what's your? Bunny. What would you say? Which one you? Which one would you have watched more? I think, think I watched, watched Thundercats or? more probably, or at least that's yeah. what sticks in my mind. I probably watched <laughs> He Man just fair. as much. That's fair. Yeah, 
I probably watched. Oh, that's the pizza being delivered to my house. Um, sorry. Uh, I probably watched. Um, I, I probably watched them both. But what sticks in my mind more is definitely Thundercats. Definitely okay. Thundercats. You know. Okay. Well, we were the debate is again both franchises, but more so focused on the toys. Uh, do you want to go first on what? Yeah. Um, it is for the you know. Thundercats and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, or... yeah, right. So, uh... Chronologically, so he... I probably should go first, but... For He-Man? Sure. I think, I, I, think can... that's, I think that's a fair assessment, because I think... Um, I think of the genre of these kind of toys, He-Man definitely is the, is the, is the Pathfinder. He-Man was... Uh, okay, well, what really comes down to is Star Wars hit. Star Wars was huge. But before Star Wars was huge, George Lucas shopped the merchandising to a couple of toy companies, uh, Mattel being one, uh, a couple of others, and everybody passed except this startup that had done a few board games. Kenner took it. And Kenner was the smartest people on the planet because it took off and everybody else was left kicking themselves. And Mattel was like, we have to recover. So they kind of gave an ultimatum to their toy creators and said, what do we got? Well, they had been kind of working on a Conan line. It wasn't specifically Conan, but that was what they were kind of a aiming sword for. and sorcery barbarian, right? Type thing. Sure. Um, but nothing had been finalized. And it's kind of legend where they brought um, to the final meeting that they brought some makeshift thrown together toys and one of them happened to look like a boba fetted head put onto like a barbarian body and with that very he-man-esque looking not motion and yeah. that seemed to be a big with everybody and that's kind of where and i i wish i had written down the name of the character but it, like eventually he comes up in like collectors and stuff later down the road but it, the, I think any toys we would ever talk about when you come to like the action figure line all come from the popularity of Star Wars. Even when G.I. Joe gets rebooted years later, it's because of the popularity of the Star Wars toy line. Sure, uh, so, because boys didn't... Action figure is a Star Wars thing. No, action figure actually comes from G.I. Yeah, Joe. G.I. Joe before, but let's be honest with you. The, the 60s full-size Barbie doll type action figures they they were there but not there they did not have the cultural hold I but think it wasn't until the gi or i'm sorry it star wasn't wars. until the star wars three and a quarter inch yeah. figure hit that because then you could make toys that had ships and play sets yeah and he-man okay well here's where here's where he-man found its niche well, while it was an impressive toy line, it wasn't superposable. They were really no. cool creations, but they had no way of of making it take off. They didn't. So they thought, let's make a commercial, and that kind of snowballed into uh, comics and other things. But nobody was really buying into it until somebody said, "Well, why don't we make a cartoon?" And literally, the cartoon was made to sell the toys. Well, exactly. And, and, and what's interesting here is they actually had to lobby the FCC to allow them 
And that's why it's friendly at the end. That's the thing at the end. The thing at the end is the thing that they have to do to justify that cartoon. They had to do a a moral message. They had to do a thing on citizenship or whatever at the end of these these 22-minute cartoon or commercials um, to appease the FCC. It's that ruling and allowing uh, that to happen that allows uh, these things to kind of take off. Um, but here's the thing about me in these stories. You talked about them not being uh, very posable. Um, no. And that's why I say that, like, uh, that Thundercats uh, is a pre- uh, is a, a, a uh, owes itself to, um, to the Thundercats owes itself to He-Man because can you- <laughs> similar genres. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll fill in the blanks. They're similar genres. They're both kind of a sword and sorcery. Yes, one is more of an anthropomorphic type character, where with, with He-Man, you have more of the human type thing. But um, I think you would agree with me in the argument that He-Man, or that uh, Thundercats took a lot of their feel from the He-Man world. Where well, yeah, that's a, what I'm saying. It's because it's... Sorcery. These are... These sword- are- yeah, um, there's a there's a mixture of technology here, but I mean, if we're talking only toys, these are ultra muscular, uh, not very articulated um, mm-hmm. characters. Like He Man, for the most part, it looks like ninety uh, percent of the toys are the same roided out body, exactly, with new heads put on. Right? It's like four sets of arms. Every one of them had the same legs. Yeah, absolutely, and chests. And different heads. And, and honestly, uh, if you look at the if you look at the um, the the he or the the Thundercats toys, they're not as, but there are definitely some ones that you're like, okay, that's clearly the same legs on everybody with just different oh, paint absolutely. jobs. Um, yeah. Bengali looks exactly like Tigra, except he's painted blue and white instead of uh, you know what I mean. Uh, they do the. I mean, I even even Linkso looks like. If you look at him, he looks like Panthro with just a different kind of like a couple of minor yeah. things sculpted different, right? That's the I'm, I'm talking the the second set that came in. The, um, sure. Well, I mean, you can go Beast Man just later became Moss Man. Um, uh, Merman later became Stinkor. I mean, mm-hmm. there a lot of repaints of old sculpts, mm-hmm. which is pretty common with any toy line. But I think. Here's where I definitely think that Thundercats is superior is coming out of the gate. You mean they were more hard. You mean you mean He Man, you're no, 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 I'm saying that, that okay, coming but... out of the gate, Thundercats was superior because they were more articulate. Um they had they had better accessories coming out of the yeah, gate. They did they did have better weapons and accessories. Um and they had a lot more variety because of the fact they weren't stuck in that sort of um, uh, '50s gay muscle man. Uh, <laughs> but and I'm sorry, where... we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about He-Man without talking about the rampant homoeroticism. Oh, sure. That everything um, about I've always, even the name He-Man is hilarious to me. Oh, I, I in the documentary I watched, they did come up with why they came in, and I can't remember, but it's kind of a funny story. Um. But here's where here's where I think the toy line actually hurts because of the diversity 
in the way that I say diversity in a weird in a, the era we're in, but I mean it's in diversity as in where figure to figure almost look like they could belong to different toy lines mm-hmm. with Thundercats, where sometimes, especially like when you get to like things like the Berserker, where you have the pull string and the speed thing. Uh, there are a few characters, like Ram Man kind of fits this with He-Man, where it's like, well, what? You just wanted a springy guy, you just, he doesn't even fit. Right. Except for... Well, if you look, if you look at the, at the whole pantheon of Thundercats, you get into those, the, remember the Cyborg Pirates? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, right? They don't look anything like freaking anything else. Top Spinner is another one where that looks more like... like could have uh, been a different toy line. Totally yeah. different. And Actually, kind of... some of them look like they belong in Happy Meals, if you look at them. Top Spinner is one of those that looks <laughs> like it is wrong. a, a, a Happy Meal-type figure. It is... Yeah. It doesn't... There's no articulation in the legs. It basically just spins. That's all it does. And that is like... You're like, what kind of shit is did that? You, did you own or see a lion yeah, yeah. Um, what I I remember thinking, and this is this is definitely where I think I liked He Man better was by having the 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 um, rubber head mm-hmm. helped the He Man line. Whereas in when you had the the hard plastic head, it was weird having the entire head and hair of like yes. lion. Sculpted. I didn't like that. I, yeah. it, for me, it, it right. bugged me. Right, right. How much of the uh, of the Thundercats is sculpted hard plastic hair? It's hilarious. <laughs> it, it's the reason why Chitara has a Karen haircut, and it just never changes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and okay, here's here. Okay. And by the way, My, look at her. She's a proto Karen. She totally she, is. She looks she's like totally... she's about to be like, "You're not supposed to barbecue here." <laughs> and Panthro's over there like but we work together why are you doing this alright so play sets and vehicles I think advantage He-Man there are uh, you have the Thunder Tank the Thunder mm-hmm. Tank is pretty cool and the, but uh, the... it barely fit one character where in the show it had all six. Oh, I know um, You're, and that's I mean, understandable and, and, that's... and the, the, the mountain uh, the, the headquarters right they did have the the lion, or I don't know what it was. I can't called. remember I, what that's called. I'm, it was somebody, it was cool looking. Yeah, somebody will call. It. It's very cool looking, but the playset isn't very good. But and that's right. the only place the tank. I can recall the tank honestly, the tank honestly, I could have used a shoebox, and it would have been. I could have just drawn a Thundercat symbol on a shoebox, and that would have been just as compelling visually as the Thundercat tank. I'll tell you, having Castle Grayskull was really cool to me. And yes, there was a design flaw. They didn't make the door big enough so that if a character walked through, it would hit its head. Um, but besides that, I loved Castle Grayskull, and I had, my brother had Castle Grayskull, and I had Talonhawk, I think is what it was called, which was the, it was like the jet-shaped, like a, like a oh, yeah. falcon head. Yeah. And that would attach to the top of Castle Grayskull. And that was darn near the equivalent of the bat coming out of um, the G.I. Joe. Uh, I can't think of the SR-71. The, no, the Cobra, yeah. the Cobra base. 
The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the, the it, yeah. that was. I mean, it was such a cool addition to it that you you would attach the talon to it, and it fit one He-Man figure per. And it always had to be He-Man, and I had the battle action He-Man. Um, you laugh, but it was a cool like. I, yeah, like, no. You had battle. You take three hits on his chest. You get like hit one, and there'd be a scar. And hit two, there'd be another scar. And hit, um, and that's just it. I mean, yes, they were gimmicky, but they had so many variations. There was, there was the battle damage He Man. There was like I remember something where they had like a color change He Man. Yeah, um, they had the negative He Man, but the, these are all just like uh, repaints of He Man, though, right? I mean, no, no, they were the battle chest was like a whole different. Oh, there was like the snap where like when you pulled him back and you could put like a snap in him and you hear like a kabang as he punch. Um, and there was always the the um, it, you know how you would put those snaps in like a snap gun. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, you put put one of those the paper you... with the little bits of uh yeah, yeah gunpowder right. yeah yeah yeah. Right. yeah 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 oh that's right i do remember that and then when he would punch it would like a like a cap gun yeah oh yeah totally was that called like thunder punch what was that called I dead on nailed it thunder punch e-man oh right on um, <laughs> look at me i could be a big time uh hasbro guy in the 80s Bring um, me my thunder punch. Yeah, yeah. Characters like Manny Faces is, I think, a brilliant creation. Where okay, yeah. Spin I, will, I will give you Manny Faces is awesome. Uh, I think Extendor? the names were dumb. Oh, the, the names that's are the stilts, That's the stilts guy, right? Extendor. I'm trying. I think like, I'm totally drawn. Like, yeah. Yes. No. Yeah, I like, can't. Like a giraffe head. Neck and neck. No, yeah. that was neck and neck. Neck and neck. Look. That's all well and good. Let me talk to you a little bit about Hammerhand. Hammerhand was the leader of the cyborg pirates in the uh, in the uh, Thundercats. No Fisto. No Fisto. D dude, he looks like a heavy metal rock god. I'm pretty sure that Guar yeah, based his entire the, their entire look <laughs> on Hammerhand. Hammerhand is the shit. Uh, then he, uh, and then Rat Rataro, the rat guy. Oh, that's a that is a good character. That's I will totally character. give you that. That's, I mean, that I admit, a, Top Spinner is stupid, but I mean, yeah, Captain Cracker, berserker. Captain Cracker, which is another yeah. one of the the uh, the the cyborg pirates, is hilarious looking. It's beautiful, and actually, I completely forgot about this guy because he doesn't really have. I think he was a one off in the cartoon, the Snowman of Hook Mountain. Is basically an orangutan in like uh in like furs, yeah, right. And he's like a super dope looking character. Um, you know, I don't know. I I think they're I think they're pretty awesome. Um, I think there's a couple of good ones. Oh, and then uh the burbills, oh, the cyborg Robo bears. That's the name I couldn't think of for the longest time. The row bears. We oh, are God. the row bears. I am Burbill Bill. I am Burbill Bree. I am Burbill Billy. I don't remember their names. They were all like Burbill blah blah blah. The robot bears. They were awesome. You know, well, there was there was some, when I guess what I'm saying is there was definitely some gimmicky characters in well, in both lines. Absolutely. In both lines. Don't get me wrong. Um, I I do say this. I think you got me by numbers. I think He-Man had like I don't know, 70,000 useless uh, characters. Well, and, and okay, we, here's where here's where I'm really going to beat you, is 
not only did He-Man have it for the initial, then you pull in the Hordak, which comes in later. And the Hordak line of characters kind of spun out of both the He-Man series, but were really villains from the She-Ra series. And the She-Ra dolls were more like a Barbie line that were set the same size as He-Man. Yeah. But they weren't, they weren't, they were actually more articulate and felt more like, they felt like miniature Barbies, if you see them. Uh Uh-huh. But then you still had Hordak and the villains from the Hordak that were built that were still built the same way as, as the He-Man dolls. As the He-Man dolls. Then you go to He-Man had the Adventures of He-Man, which you remember those were literally GI Joe size figures. Do you remember I, those? I don't remember these guys at all. Yeah, they it, they did the. I can't remember if they even lasted a season, but they looked like. He no longer had the body armor. They looked like Flash Gordon figures the way they built them, but they were they were in packaging similar to GI Joe. They were you know three and a quarter inch tall. They were super super articulate, but terrible designs, just real <laughs> boring designs. Um, it's it, look it up. They came out in the I want to say the late '80s, early '90s. It was called The Adventures of He Man. It looked like something. Flash, total Flash Gordon look, like because they wanted to redesign it, and it. I don't think it even lasted a full season. It flopped horribly in the cartoon, and the figures are terrible. But like, is, is that because the people who bought He Man's the first time were then now in high school, and therefore not buying those toys? No, <sighs> it, I think they were just trying to reinvigorate. Everybody was suffering at this time. The, G.I. Joe, Transformers, all of them were suffering, and I think they were just trying to do something different because, like you said, they had all grown up and nobody was buying their stuff anymore. And then the resurgence in the 2000s that He-Man... Now, at the same time, I think the Thundercats had their resurgence in toys. But that was like there was an 80s nostalgia nostalgia coming out for because they redid the the... The uh, Thundercats yeah. cartoon, which I think is phenomenal. That redone yeah. Is, yeah. is a phenomenal redone. It's a great one. Here's the thing, though. The only people buying those toys... Are us. Are mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Stupid-ass, moron man-babies who were buying more toys than we need. Those are not kids' toys. Kids weren't playing with those toys. I've never... <laughs> Ever the seen He-Man line, the He-Man line that came out at that time, which was done by the Four Horsemen, which was, uh, I I don't don't quote me on it, but I want to say it was like a competitor of the McFarlane line. Yeah, and they showed. I mean, but they were more kid friendly, and their packaging was kid friendly, so they weren't like the McFarlane line that was like, yeah, we make cool nerdy toys. These were actually decent toys when the when the two thousands He Man came out, and they were really. They were good homages to the original line, but they were much more articulate. They weren't just big, bulky morons. Yeah. And that might be the best trap jaw I think I ever saw was the line, the trap jaw that came from that line. And the triclops and triclops. That... Yeah. Here's here's the thing though. I think the the thing that I'm going to say about both of these lines, um, and I hope I ate my pizza really quietly, but guys, I'm super hungry. I didn't hear uh, you. So okay, good. <laughs> I tried to do that as quietly as possible. I only have this very expensive microphone in front of me and uh, no way of muting Covered it. in marinara. Yeah. <laughs> now that I think about it, I could have just literally turned myself down during that. 
Um, but here's the thing. I think both of these toy lines suffer in the fact, and I want to concentrate mostly on the 80s one. Uh, they okay, both suffer from the fact that they are these big blocks of plastic that barely move. And really what you're doing when you're playing with these toys is holding them in your hand and just kind of doing the thing like that where you shake people at you and you're like, I'm going to get you, He-Man. No, you're not, Skeletor. And you're just holding the two guys and then they're either they're, they're fighting or kissing. Same motions. Doesn't matter. You're just kind of shaking uh, these things. I felt like uh, because they don't have articulation, some of them could barely stand up on their own. Their posture That's was true. so terrible. Both and I will, that yeah. Is true. yeah, I mean, you. How many of these things were you just you you would they would have to be lying prone if you weren't you actually playing with them? And yeah. I just think that also too, I think one of the biggest things about these '80s toys is they are so um, uh, they are so ingrained in the cartoon, right? That it's so hard, like, for my, my opinion, this is my, this was always my thing. When I was playing He-Man with Doug Belsass with his He-Man figures, we could only play He-Man. We could only do plots that were like, you know, we were creating a new episode of the, of the cartoon. Like, every, everyone had a role, they, everyone had personality and stuff like, it's like you couldn't really invent stories on your own in the same way because they were so ingrained. Um, and I think that's the, the other thing I want to also, and I'm going to take a hit. I'm going to say a thing that's not great about Thundercats is like Jackal man led a group of Jackal men who all looked the same. <laughs> so what, what would you do just yeah. buy five Jackal men? And there was no variation. There was no minions. Uh, it's much like, uh, you know, the sweeps, uh, in 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 Transformers or the, the Stormtrooper. I mean, story, I guess yeah. it just kind of. But except yeah. these guys aren't wearing masks; they're just all the same friggin' guy. Yeah, um, you know. What I, I, mean? I know what you're saying. I I do get it. So I always thought that that was kind of lame. At least with the uh, the voluminous amount of bad guys in He Man, and most of the figures in He Man are in fact minions of Skeletor. Uh, if you look at it, I think it's like two to. Th- Two, there's like a two to one, you know, like they're two thirds of the figures are all. Yeah, it's, it's a high minion. concentration yeah. of villains. Because Skeletor the villains minions. were cooler. Right. And well, and it's because it's one guy. It's one guy and a couple of friends in the cartoon. And a couple there of. still quite a few good guys. I mean, I can, I can name 15 off the top of my head, but. God, and you wonder why you didn't have sex in high school. That's right yeah. there. That's okay, so, okay. Right there. Okay. I want to clarify something before you go any further. That Not I did that have I sex have in sex. high school? Yeah. I think fine. we all know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you said about how you're playing with both He-Man and Thundercats, and it's a big blocky, and right. how did you... Did you play the same way with G? I know you played with G.I. Joe, and I believe to a lesser degree like Mask and Thundercat, not the, yeah. uh, Transformers. Transformers. I definitely know G.I. Joe. So with G.I. Say- Joe is the alt. So I don't want to. I don't want to spend too much time talking about G.I. Joe. No, yeah, I understand. G.I. That. Joe was just- ultimate for me because I started uh, messing around with it. Like for instance, I made a hero that was you- a Viper helmet. You took him apart. Is what you're I I took him apart. But even before that, I started going, you know what? I'm kind of bored with this story. I really like this figure, but he's a he's a cobra in the regular storyline. So I'm going to invent an entirely new storyline because I want this guy to be my hero because I think he's 
he's badass. Okay. Right? So that's that's kind of the point I wanted to make. Though, right. Was you you took him apart and you made your own stories yeah. where you didn't feel you could do that with. I didn't feel I could do that Thunder- with with Thundercats and, and and He-Man because I just felt like they were just way too into those characters or like those characters well, were way I, too one dimensional to. This to is where I'm trying to shoot down your argument because it's just okay. going a long about way to get there. Oh, good. When my my introduction to uh, He-Man was I had just moved into the neighborhood and I you may remember the name Tim Greenwood. Do you remember Tim? Yeah, Greenwood? I remember Tim Greenwood. He yeah. had a bunch of He-Mans. He-Man figures, but I didn't, I had not even seen the cartoon at the right. time. Okay. Moved in the neighborhood and he's like, Hey, I'll trade you this for some of your GI Joe or whatever you had. And I'm like, okay, these look cool. What I didn't realize is he had taken arms off of them ah. and chest. Pieces. So he was starting that whole GI Joe thing where it's like it had, mm-hmm. I had a merman armor on a He-Man body with uh Skeletor arms. Sounds dope. So it's like, it was like it was kind of the beginning. No, it was not as good as what you could do with GI Joe, but we were creating our own. And like, yeah. I'll tell you who had the best armor was Triclops had something that would hold that really badass sword. Oh yeah, yeah. And you could hold that. It was it was like the super long sword compared to everybody else with the you know the 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 short. It yeah. felt like it felt like a bastard sword, but wasn't yeah. quite. Um, under yeah, okay. yeah, the typical. Great sword. The one that both uh, He-Man and Skeletor have. Right. But Triclops had a much cooler sword. And so, of course, everybody wanted to have Triclops' sword. And you would take Triclops' body armor because it would hold Triclops' sword. Yeah. And you'd put that body armor on your favorite character. So I was interchanging them. And that's an advantage that definitely... That Yeah, I would say I will give you that. That is definitely an advantage that He-Man has over the Thundercats. it was not where I could take... These are my. This is my favorite crotch from Snake Eyes. Yeah. Like, you know, has a cool look, pouch look. belt and so on and so look, on. Look, here's but. the best. Here's the best part about customizing uh, GI Joes, and uh, we will talk about that. I'm sure. We'll talk about point. that at another time. I still yes. have a. I still have a box of my favorite GI Joes that are all all that mixed up. All that it's somewhere in in my garage right now. There's a tiny little box full of GI Joes that every time my wife comes across it, she goes what's this and i'm like i'm just saving that for a nephew <laughs> I don't know. somebody have a kid my, oh, please don't <laughs> my grandson will need that i don't know i don't know what's going on why is there a small screwdriver here yeah look those are for my glasses yeah but you would always get you would you would do like four or five really badass guys who had like matching pants and like Vet like cool vests and then their shirt sleeves I was like making like really cool big guns yeah using- of the uh, yeah no let's don't I won't yeah I won't get we'll into it, about it. but then you would always have a guy that would be like okay he looks like he's wearing bright orange underwear on top of his camo pants because <laughs> you just would run out of the cool parts and you'd be like gotta use this one I guess oh the rubber band's broken in that guy so he's just not oh gonna be the, there. Rubber yeah, the rubber band yeah the rubber band okay, so to to get back to He Man and and He Man yeah He Man and, and the Thundercats Thundercats I will say I. I feel like the story and maturity level of Thundercats cartoon was always greater. Um, yes. It just it it had a much more mature ingrained story. Which here's the thing: the, is is it just me or does Prince Adam ruin so much of He Man's thing, making him be a foppish, 
Batman or Superman sort of secret identity where he's like, oh, I'm Prince Adam, and I look at me, I don't know how to do anything. I think that ruined I, it. I can't, I can't argue that because I think the newer cartoon get where it's like they make him a little boy, or not, a, but a much younger boy, and his body changes and everything. That's doing it right. But I mean, our when. It's like the only difference is, is that pink shirt turns into a chest piece. Yeah, yeah. You're, it's you're like our intro says it. it. How many, how many blonde ripped dudes with page boy haircuts were running around in Eternia that no one noticed they were the same guy? His face didn't even change, and yeah, mom and dad yeah. don't recognize that's their son. Their son, who's totally ripped under his pastel pants. Makes no sense. I always just thought that was so dumb. Uh, in the reboot, if they make it more of a Shazam thing, that makes a lot more sense. But it's still, I'm like, why? Do you, you don't need it. You don't need I it. Heard just heavy make... metal van. <laughs> but, I seriously, I well, I've listened to Kevin Smith's podcast. Um, he has said that first of all, the guy who is the executive producer behind all of it is the biggest He-Man original He-Man series fan you will find. And if he doesn't like it, then it's not meant to be in it. And I'm I'm excited as somebody because I am a He-Man fan. I'm not I wouldn't say I'm a diehard fan, but I've always enjoyed aspects of the story. I think especially when you pull in. If you I, I feel like I don't want to muddy the water because I feel right. like what I'm about to say really muddies the water here, especially but when you when you, when you put in the Courtney Cox movie. Is that what you're about to say when you put in Masters of the no, Universe? No, I was actually that, that's one thing I was going to completely avoid. But the <laughs> Netflix Sheever, the, the Netflix Sheever show, which probably has nothing to do with this new Netflix He-Man show. But this Sheever show is so profoundly good. It is such it's a show I can watch with my little girl and she loves it on a certain level and I can watch it on another level and I feel like it is so mature and so diverse and so open armed to just progressive accepting values. people for being different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and I and I love what they're doing, but I also like the idea of like the, it's it's a girl show and I don't mean that in a derogatory term. It's definitely focused at little girls that an adult like me can enjoy. And it's not because I'm a He-Man fan. It's because it's a good cartoon. It's because um, just like My Little Ponies, it's really good. And I enjoy watching it. And I'm a huge fan. And it has, there's nothing Steven wrong Universe. with what I'm I would, doing. I would compare it to like a Steven Universe where it has yeah. a really good moral story behind it. And there's depth and emotion. And there have been a couple episodes where I kind of like, don't cry, don't cry, don't but what I want from He-Man is I want fighty, fighty. I want really good fighty, fighty. And yeah, uh, I would love that. I mean, it would be great if He-Man actually did that. It would be great if any of these. Let's let's be honest. Even in the reboot of uh, of uh, of Thundercats, which we both agree is good, it was more of a lot of talky, talky. <laughs> there was some awesome. Characters. I I've never finished that series. I. Uh, it was. I had to watch it through YouTube, and YouTube stopped stream because it was illegally uploaded. Right, obviously. Um, stopped streaming like the first three episodes, so I have never seen it. And it's on like my. If I ever see it on sale through Vudu, I will get a notification. And it is never. It's yeah. it's like fifty dollars digitally. I don't know why. It's is it not think, still on Netflix? 
the no? new it's never been to net i would have gated it up if the, it went to the, Netflix. the thundercats one i thought it was the th- new, where did i watch it on what i have no idea where you would because i'm trying to remember I where seen... i watched the new new thundercats and i don't remember where i watched it what well, it was, was on, on network for a while wasn't it oh I mean, maybe that's how i watched it i might you saw it as it actually Oh, yeah, I, I think I think I had ca- yeah, I had cable. That's what it is. That's what it is. It was cable. Okay. All right. Uh, another mystery solved by the Mystery Ink gang. All right. Well, it's that time we need to discuss. We need to figure out a winner here. Um on the plus side, you did have a movie. On the downside, it was that movie. Um yeah. on the plus side, uh, you have Skeletor, which is just so much of a better meme. Uh, than anything he's a else. Great villain. He's a great in a villain. sarcastic way, he's a brilliant villain. He's great. And, and when you think about Moomra, I don't even know what Moomra's I have no idea what Moomra's motivation yeah, why does he is. Go from, yeah, goes from a mummy to a right. bigger mummy. And why doesn't he just stay the more powerful mummy? Why doesn't he stay yeah. the more ripped mummy all the time? And what is he trying to do? Is, is it just and when are we going to bring th- up Silverhawks that are just the exact ripoff? I mean, literally a ripoff. Oh, my God. They're the same. I think they're the same universe, bro. I, I think that's just a – I mean, if I could add those car- or those toys in, I might win this thing. But, uh, yeah, Silverhawks are exactly – I think they're the same universe. Silverhawks are just uh, space it, cops it, in the same literally. universe. Yeah. They are literally the same damn thing. It oh, just absolutely. Instead- are because remember, of, Monstar yeah. does almost the exact same that's like, what I, speech. That's, I think of his name. Though. Yeah, Monstar. Monstar. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I think they're and all has, tied. Has the same speech and everything. Yeah, yeah he does. Not- I I think if I'm not mistaken, at the start of Silverhawks, um, they they tie the two in together somehow. I'm almost positive that is the same production company, and the Silverhawks are a weird spinoff, um, uh, unlike Shira. Uh, all right. Well, here it is. Uh, bit breaking news. I'm gonna let you win two in a row. Uh, I don't feel good. I don't feel good about it. And I'll tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna let you win two in a row. I don't think uh, it's letting me. I... I know. I don't think it is. Well, letting you is me choosing Thundercats just because I like them better. Um, I I think you made some very. I think one of the biggest things is they there is more figures in in He Man. I think the fact that they had more play sets and vehicles. I think, I think Thundercats is just too limited. It's just too limited in what they offered back in the day. Um, and, and I think, I think the end of Thundercats though, that's, I really think that with the whole eighties resurgence, I don't think Thundercats are done. Just like what we're seeing more of He-Man. I think something will come up. Yeah. We need, we need we do need I need to figure out a way I can watch Silverhawks because you know the my favorite part of Silverhawks was their the their boss um what was his name like oh, oh yeah 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 you know what I he mean he was kind of like like I, he looked I like a noir detective like a cyborg he, noir detective yeah. in space and it even had rolled up sleeves yeah, with the metal arms with the metal really, arms yeah. oh yeah. you know there's another there's another thing that we're not we're never talking about but we should at some point. Do you remember um, the uh, the cops cartoon C O P S with like with long arm B P vest and yeah B P vest and what, long what arm. What did he say all the time to each other? Uh, Uncle Big Boss, Uncle Big Boss. 
I don't know, man. All right, so yeah, I definitely think uh, I think He Man wins just based on the the plethora and the variety and and the fact that you can customize them, which I didn't really do as a kid. But you tell me that makes it a lot easier for me to to give this win. I think Thundercats are just and let's be honest. When I look at the toy of the Thunder Tank, it is so disappointing on every. It's, it's level. probably the most disappointing of the toys. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, literally, and some of these toys do legit look like they came out of a, a, of a happy, <laughs> happy meal, meal. That's, and you're like, that's, like like snarf snarf is not in any way posable snarf it is, is a yeah, one snarf piece is a, sculpted a exactly like that sculpt. is it that is exactly what you get in in a freaking smurfs happy meal. happy meal right oh yuck all right rob well you're the winner so congratulations whatever i hope you're freaking happy <laughs> I'm being quiet. Um, I mean, yeah. I, we knew this was going to happen. I literally choked at the beginning of this episode. Why uh, wouldn't I choke at the end as well? I, I do recommend. It's called The Toys We Made or The Toys We Grew Up With. It's on Netflix. It has it has Barbie, but it has Star Wars, Transformers, G.I. Joe. I, look, Barbie's more interesting than all of these guys. So let's oh, yeah, be yeah. perfectly honest. I mean, Barbie outsells them all. She's getting a movie. Uh, have you seen you? I don't know your if your daughter's old enough. Barbie Life in the Dream House. Have you seen that one? Don't think so. Lar- Barbie Life in the Dream House is a self parody uh, cartoon that they did, all CGI. It's beautiful. Barbie huh. literally has like they make reference to Barbie having over two hundred and thirty jobs. Um, <laughs> Ken is this like totally whipped panty waist who is just desperate to keep Barbie. The brunette guy is desperate to steal her. The brunette a girl uh, who's not like Barbie's sisters is desperate to insert her. Um, there's a there's an episode where they get lost in Barbie's automated closet, which is filled with thousands of outfits, and they can't get out of it. It's so funny. It's like self-referential. It's self-parody. Like, for instance... When they when they pick out an outfit, it's literally in a Barbie packaging that she's like, oh, I've never worn this before. It's so funny. I, it's a very funny. My daughters watched it, and I, I I I can't tell you how much that I enjoyed the self parody of it all thing. Um, that's not that's not about what we're talking about, but I felt like I needed to say it. It works. Um, it's my it's my tell. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll watch watch those documentaries, everybody, because they're probably a lot more interesting than what we talked about today. Um, and uh, you win, Rob. So as the winner, I guess uh, it's it's tradition. You get to say the uh, the classic uh, closing line that we end every show with. Um, we're I, it's on um, our t shirts, our our sweatshirts. Um, Squarespace uh, has actually. Um, made an entirely new thing based on this um i love squarespace uh they don't sponsor Did we get a sponsor i didn't know about no no we we still don't have a sponsor that would that would that would take listeners um to get squarespace squarespace doesn't just throw money at podcasters although it feels like it uh so rob (laughs) go ahead and give us our uh our our closing line our famous closing line hit it it is with it i am adam Prince of Eternia and defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. This is Cringer, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, I'm right. 
And I'm also Rob. God, you realize how gay that whole thing sounds, right? 